We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. And so that judgment's a big deal because, yeah, I'll be honest, I judge people. I judge people my most of my life, and and I'll be honest with you, and it started with my family. It started with when years ago when we were kids, we would drive around and the family would make fun of people outside the car as we drove down the street. And now I also look back at that kind of experience and go, you know, that was also a setup for me to at some point go, okay, how can I move beyond this? How can I no longer judge people? How can I forgive people that may have, that I may have hurt or they may have hurt me? So I also believe that, that everything in my path has been, you know, put in my, my path, whether it was, you know, challenging or not challenging for me to grow from. Whether you are a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting out on your spiritual path, this podcast has something for everyone. The mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey through unique perspectives around mind, body, and spirit. Join me and other enthusiastic souls as we share weekly episodes of how amazing life is when you embrace the spiritual parts of your journey. This and all episodes can be found on my website, tntspiritworks.com. And if you would like to watch the episodes, please check out TNT Spiritworks YouTube channel. So grab your favorite drink, sit back and relax because another enthusiastic episode starts now. Welcome back to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa, and this is the TNT Spirit Works What's Up Spiritually monthly episode with Tom. Welcome, Tom. Thank you, Teresa. It's great to be here. So we usually like to get together uh, once a month. Well, we actually get together every single day because we <laughs> kind of live together. So, so we like to have this episode every month just to kind of chat about what's going on spiritually and what we've been kind of picking up on lately and things like that. So that's what this episode is all about. If you've not caught one before, welcome. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's get into it. How about that? I think that's probably good, Tom. Okay. So, uh, one thing that's occurred to me over the last, uh, few years or so is how there's so many spiritual people or people talking about, um, you know, what, what's referred to as the unseen <clears throat> or the spiritual aspects of life. And, you know, as we all know, there's all sorts of different philosophies and there's, um, you know, various religions and uh, even in the spiritual world, um, over time, what I notice is that um, people's belief systems and what their backgrounds are seem to affect how they communicate what what's going on spiritually with them. And I thought it'd be great if we discuss that and um, some of the ahas that we've had about that over the last couple of weeks in some of our discussions. Aha. I like that so much. Yeah, that that's a big one I feel for myself too, because I've also, as you and I've been watching things on YouTube and talking about things, I, this is a really good topic because there's a lot of people sharing in through their filters. So let's talk about that. 
Yeah. So um, where I always go with it is that, you know, we have uh, two parts to us, you might say, here while we're on earth. And it's the uh, intellect and the feelings. And our intellect is basically our brain. And, you know, science refers to it as a conscious mind. Religion refers to the intellect as the head. And then we have our true feelings or our feelings, which uh, science might refer to it as the subconscious mind. And religion refers to it as the heart. So, and I always like to make that distinction between true feelings and emotions. Emotions are like expressions of what we're feeling. And sometimes those expressions are programmed. You know, they're, they're uh, emotional responses to things or reactions to things. And uh, they vary from culture to culture. So it's, it's also a way of communicating, you know, what's going on with us. What I've noticed over the years is that when people come to an, a new awareness of spiritual things, they often, um, you know, bring with them some of their concepts, you know, some of the, so in, you know, we pick up concepts and habits and attitudes in our first seven years, you know, like we're big radio receivers and transmitters. And a lot of what's in the environment or what people are thinking will pick up on. And some of those concepts and habits and attitudes work for us and some of them don't. But uh, often Teresa and I have remarked, you know, how could people that seem to have a greater awareness of spiritual things, you know, they're moving out of, say, the dogma and religion and beginning to, re you know, relate to their own experiences, or they're beginning to search for uh, answers for things that have happened to them and that they've experienced. And uh, yet there's still quite a wide variety of uh, beliefs, even though there's a, you know, a basic core. And I suppose you could say that's, you know, true with religion. There's a, there's truth in all things, but not one thing has all the truth. So uh, what I notice is that people will uh, translate their experience, which comes, say, more from their feeling part with their intellect. So the idea is to be in balance. So we have a thought for every feeling and a feeling for every thought or be more in balance more often. So uh, when an experience is described by one person, it might seem very different from, say, my experience or Teresa's experience. And, you know, the habit that we have in our society is to think that someone's wrong because they don't describe it perfectly the way I would describe it. And have you ever come across that? Oh, absolutely. And I guess what comes to me too is that, so just like you're talking about different people and expressions and the way they come through with what we've been calling lately the filter, their filter, like, you know, I've got mm -hmm. everything that comes through my voice and my mouth comes through the filter of my experiences, like Tom's been talking about what I picked up in my first seven years, experiences of my life, what I've gone through. And same with Tom, what comes to his, you know, his um, filter is his experiences and we're all different. So, um, what comes to me is like how we're all on different levels of consciousness. And so we really need, honestly, a variety of filters because of the fact that we all resonate with different people at different times. So one thing that comes to me is that like for years ago, I may have followed someone and I was following some, I was following some, some astrologers and different things that I really resonated with at that time. And I was like gun ho and loved their, you know, their presentation. Then after a while, as I shifted in my vibration and my energy, I was like, Ooh, you know, I don't resonate with that anymore. And then I move on to the next thing. And so I think that's the exciting part about 
you know, having so many different variations of people on the planet and, and filters that things come through is that depending upon where the person's at and what they're experiencing at that moment, there are people to resonate with. Yeah. And in fact, um, an example might be that, well, an example is that I was raised in a Catholic household and I have um, some good, you know, religious training from going to Catholic schools and so forth. And there was aspects of being Catholic that I really resonate with, you know, the idea of a soul and love and love your neighbor. And, you know, to me, those were the important things, love yourself, love your neighbor. And uh, that we work with uh, kind of a loving God, you know, and in, in spiritual realms, they talk more about a source, you know, and, and love is the source and the creative force and that kind of thing. So, you know, there's aspects of uh, when I first got involved in searching, when I became aware that I have a team of spiritual helpers, for example, you know, I related them to a guardian angels. But if someone comes from another uh, religious background, let's say, or cultural background, you know, they may have other words for, uh, for example, spiritual helpers or or angels or guides or whatever. So um, it's important that what I've found is to stay relaxed is not to argue the intellectual detail of something, but really get into the thrust of the feeling of what someone's sharing. and. Uh, on the other on the other hand, I think we've been surprised at times that you know, there's people that have, uh, say, a, a greater awareness of spiritual things, and they're more aware of their sensitivity and spirit and so forth. And yet sometimes they have really funny intellectual concepts, or in certain areas, they don't bother to get the facts. And so uh, to back up their feelings. Or what I hear you saying is that when you talk about putting it through a filter, you know, I have a feeling for something and then I interpret that feeling or I discern that feeling. And, you know, what I'm familiar with is is how I'm going to describe it or it's going to get filtered through my concepts about things. And so, um, you know, over the centuries, religions have fought each other and uh you know, people have killed each other over the ideas of silly things like adult baptism or, you know, um, all kinds of witch hunts and things like that. You know, so uh, we're we're moving into this new age where as there's a common uh, theme among what people share, there does seem to be a lot of differences. So what comes to me about a lot of what you're say- mentioning, Tom, is. Um, the word judgment and the word um, being being loyal to myself and not judging other people. And so this is a real big um, issue in our society. And um, you know, it probably always has been, but now it's obviously much more prevalent because we have so much, so many ways to connect media, internet, you know, um, Facebook, et cetera, Instagram, like all these ways that we can connect with one another and see things. And when we see things, sometimes, and, and when someone may be talking about something, we can feel it. So being loyal to ourselves and coming back home to, you know, does this resonate with me? And if it doesn't, you know, I don't need to judge the other person because that's what they're going through and what they're sharing or experiencing. Or another thing that came to me too is how like, it's like, like an alcoholic who's been through, say, the, you know, um, the, the 12-step program. If, if you've not been through that, how can you relate to an alcoholic? 
how can you relate to a drug addict that's never if you've never been through a, you know being a drug addict like it's, and same with us like for people that have never had any kind of experience with spirituality or the unseen parts of us which is a lot of it obviously we talk about you know it's hard to relate to it it's hard to understand but yet there's but yet not judging others for what they're experiencing and what they want to really step into in their life. So that's, so I guess it's kind of what I wanted to share about. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that comes to me is that we have rules and regulations and, and legal things in our society. And those are based on our religious ideas and our scientific, you know, facts, right? And, but those rules and regulations are just there to keep us respecting each other. And allowing each of us to be able to grow and expand and evolve, you know, in our own way, in our own timing. Uh, I think that when you hit on that word judgment, that's really key. Because if uh, I believe something, you know, I'm going to interpret my experience probably through that belief until this such time as I let that go. And I replace it with a different belief or a different concept. That seems more true to me at that time. And we often say, you know, if uh, somebody has a crutch and that they have a belief system that, you know, I think is a bit of a fairy tale, let's say, then um, it's important that I don't kick that crutch out from under them until they're ready to replace it, you know, until they're ready to heal it. So this idea of judgment, um, you know, this is something that... Uh, this is how dogma gets created, you know, and, and that uh, where I want to go with this is that people who are strong in leadership, who start to interpret ideas for others, and they like to share those ideas, you know, the, the pitfall is becoming a guru and that, you know, they, they, they get put on a pedestal and it starts to be my interpretation fits for you, too. That's the antithesis or the opposite of spiritual growth, because the big aha that I've had is that it's okay for me to believe things that might not be completely true, you know, or it's okay for my partner, or it's okay for uh, my friends and neighbors and and people within the spiritual community that I that I work with, because the only way I evolve as a soul is through my own self discovery. And uh, now people can provide uh, guideposts along the way. What do you think about that? That the only way you can grow is through your own self-discovery. Yeah, I totally agree with that because my journey is my journey and no one else can do it for me. No one else has the same feelings or the same, like Tom talking about beliefs or interpretations because what I've been through is my own journey. And I think that's where a lot of people sometimes don't really understand about the fact that, especially if there's other people that you really can't relate to, you know, maybe, you know, their thought patterns or, you know, their beliefs and in, in religion or in, out in politics or whatever. But it really stems back to that we're all on our own individual journeys and that what we've put together for ourselves is, is our soul. Now, I do believe that we're all, you know, we all come from one place. So we all come, whether you call it God, source, universe, we all come from there. But then we come down here in these unique vibrations, unique expressions of source, of God. So we're really all God. We're all one. But we have these ways that we're, you know, moving through the experiences and the learnings while we're here. 
in our unique ways. And so back to that judgment, because it's funny, because I got kind of stuck on that word, because obviously, yeah, I've been going through a lot myself with, um, with basically peeling off onion, la- onion layers and going back to healing of, you know, when I was young and, and beyond. And, and so that judgment's a big deal because yeah, I'll be honest. I judge people. I judge people my, most of my life. And, and I'll be honest with you. And it started with my family. It started with when years ago, when we were kids, we would drive around and the family would make fun of people outside the car as we drove down the street. And, you know, we'd laugh and ha ha, look at that. looks like mom or dad or whatever. And, but looking back at that, I'm thinking, my God, like the setup that I received from that experience, and it happened a lot, really, you know, framed me uh, along the way of how to work, how to really think about people and not, and judging them. Cause I judge people a lot from that experience. Now, I also look back at that kind of experience and go, you know, that was also a setup for me to at some point go, okay, how can I move beyond this? How can I no longer judge people? How can I forgive people that may have, that I may have hurt or they may have hurt me? So I also believe that, that everything in my path has been, you know, put in my, my path, whether it was, you know, challenging or not challenging for me to grow from. So that's how I worked with that situation. Cause again, looking back at it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was, that was really intense as a young, young kid experiencing this. Like we, you know, had drives every Sunday. I don't know about you guys back in the day, but yeah, every Sunday it was like, dad, let's get in the car and we go for a, you know, two hour drive to the mountains or down to the desert. Or I lived in California. So we were in LA. So we were close to you know, the beach, nice. the mountains and, and the desert. So we had a lot of different you know, ecosystems to go and explore, but yeah. So that judging is a really big deal. And as I'm saying it, I really feel it in my heart because it's, um, it's a big thing that we, you know, a lot of people and souls, we judge each other all the time and it, and it affects everyone really. So, you know, it's great to evaluate, right? Mm-hmm. It's great to evaluate where I'm at, how far I've come, how efficient am I being? Am I being successful in my service? So there's uh, a natural competitiveness that's okay. You know, it's okay. But when we, when it turns into a heavy judgment, you know, um, usually we're looking for relief. We're judging ourselves first, you know. But uh, one of the ideas that uh, I've been reminded of lately is that really, you know, uh, I relate to the idea that the source is love and creative energy. And that the solution is love. And to me, uh, that's what a lot of the great masters and prophets have shared over the eons. Is It's all about love. So, and the opposite of love is fear. And uh, if I'm going to fear something, you know, I might have, well, often I have reactions to things that are not loving. And so what's the simple solution? Well, the simple solution is to get back to my true feelings. What do I feel is true? So how do I start to look at that? And this is something that I've had to practice a bit. And I find new ways to unfold um, myself so that there's better ways to do it. And one of the ways I've been practicing this is just really looking at everybody as a soul. And where's that soul at? And use my sensitivity, utilize my sensitivity to see the truth. And work with people more from that loving vibration. So if I'm judging the heck out of somebody, you know, that's not moving from that loving vibration. And uh, it gets back to being in my true feelings. Because if I really get into my true feelings, what I'm finding is that I 
I don't think the same way. You know, it's if I work, if I pivot, so to speak, if I move from my feelings, my true feelings, then life becomes easier. And one of the ways, um, really, the only time I'm person's time I'm wasting when I'm in a judgment mode is mine. It's it's every time I get caught up in judgment, you know, over judgment, you know, kind of a thing, as opposed to evaluating, I'm wasting my time. And uh, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think that's a damn waste of time. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Tom. And it's you know, as as we all you know get older and and move down our path to towards the end um end goal. <laughs> the, I like the, the end post. Um, you know, it really makes me consider these things more and look at life and how can we really live life with a more my life. How can I live by more with um being more genuine, more authentic, more myself, and and not um you know judging other people and and just really moving from that love vibration. Now, I know some people out there may go, "Wow, that's really hard," or "How do I get there?" And I get it, right? I mean, I get that it's not easy, and that you know that's why it's it's really you know finding where you're at at this moment and how how can you you know even baby steps move into the next thing and that's also why i wrote you know the book the soul quake survival guide because you know that gives you the 12 spiritual awarenesses that really give you just almost like many morsels of how to you know embrace the bigger spiritual picture how to embrace you know your inner guidance and steps that really can give you those, you know, well, baby steps to to really understand more about how to work with the spiritual part of you and getting through anything and accessing that love within and getting back to who you really are, that tr- that kind, loving part of you. Yeah, because that's where the real power is, is in that, in our feelings. It's mm-hmm. like the engine of the car, you know, and our intellect is like the steering wheel that helps with, you know, the direction, because we do have to, we do work in the physical world where you have to work with the facts and have an understanding. And, um, you know, one of the keys is if I get um, judgmental, it's realizing it's a flag for me that, oh, what am I afraid of? What's bothering me? You know, where's my insecurity? It's another way of saying fears, you know, so uh great you found out that you were judging the hell out of somebody as they walked by what's what's up with that you know so there we go what's up with that <laughs> and with uh, that? <laughs> good, you know the thing i love Tom. about your little soul quake survival guide is, is it, it really helps people become aware of those four uh spiritual gifts or types of perception and how we communicate and once you start to become open to that different people have different ways of communicating it helps me relax, you know. So we often talk about Teresa's an intuitive. She's very factual to the point. You know, she hits you between the eyes with what she's got to say. And the benefit of that is that you know where she's coming from. Uh, I'm a visionary. I tend to paint pictures with words. And so, you know, one of the benefits of that is you can see the whole picture and how everybody fits together. So we, you know, we all have our strengths and we all have our areas that we're learning about. Uh, but I do want to talk a bit more about beliefs because, um, you know, so why is it that we have a commonality of feelings? You know, we, there's people that say, well, you know, I really feel, you know, that I have spiritual helpers or I've had these experiences in my early childhood, imaginary friends, or I get chills at times and, or I've developed that communication well. And, 
you know, uh, I always say our helpers are not here to tell us what to do, but they can uh, give us a better perspective and, and help us do we have all the facts. So, you know, uh, when I short circuit the facts and I just go, I just go right to a belief system. I wonder what's going on there sometimes. Do you have any thoughts about that? I have no beliefs about that. <laughs> no thoughts about that. Okay. So, uh, it seems to me that, that we just, it's just a habit, you know, and it's a successful thought habit and we get reinforced from the environment. And we tend to pick people to hang around with that think like us. And so, uh, you know, in fact, they say that when you pass on, you know, you kind of rise to your level of consciousness. But when you come back here to planet Earth, you know, part of the idea of being here and evolving is that you have, you know, you've got an opportunity to evolve with all sorts of levels of consciousness. So uh, if I get stimulated by somebody's belief, you know, another thing that I find is that I'm not really tuning into what's the feeling behind what they're saying. You know, what are they really trying to communicate? They may not be using the same words I would use. They may say it in a way that I find off-putting. But if I lived in their environment or I came from their city, I might find that's how people talk there. So it's... uh you know, I guess sometimes when I'm getting caught in that judgment, you know, what's coming to me is that I'm just getting caught up in my intellect. You know, I'm rather than getting back to my true feelings. And I don't think there's any like overnight solution to this, you know, because we're all raised in different cultures, in different neighborhoods and uh, in different family situations. So we're going to have some different preconceived ideas. But if we look for the commonality, uh, you know, then we can um, kind of rise above that, you know, almost. And I want to say pettiness, but why do I want to rise above it? Because I want to feel better. I want to feel more secure. I want to go more directly to my goal rather than get caught in an argument over how they said something versus what they really meant. Um, do you have anything to share about that? Um, yeah, I guess what comes to me about that is that. Um, well, the forgiveness and, and really, um, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people have obviously really challenging backgrounds and, and places we've all come from. And really, I mean, no one's immune to coming, coming in as an, an enthusiastic soul and then being bombarded by the energy of those they live with, the energy of the environment, the situations. I mean, we all have things that we come in and, and, and challenges that we've got to, you know, move through. And that's one thing to keep in mind is that. Yes, back to, you know, other people outside of us is that honoring the journey that each person is on, no matter what it is. And again, if you don't resonate with someone, you know, there's a lot of other people to work with. So it's really just coming, making sure that, um, you know, that we really take the time to, you know, do that namaste. I mean, I don't like to say that a lot, but like, you know, the light in me honors the light in you, like Tom was talking about how he likes to really go when he's talked to someone or, or interacts with someone, he sees them as a soul. And that really takes out the personality. It takes out what do other, mm -hmm. other people have they've experienced? What are their beliefs? Cause it's like, I'm talking to Tom soul to soul. What do I need to talk to Tom about? And beyond whatever, everything else that Tom's going through, it's probably none of my business cause it's what he's going through and I just need to honor it. So that's kind of what comes to me about that aspect is really just, you know, um, 
honoring, you know, each person and where they've come from and, and back to the non-judging, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The words that uh, come to me as you were sharing was really get to the heart of the matter with individuals. So if I'm tuning into my feelings and my working with my sensitivity and I'm coming from that love vibration, tuning into that higher self, you know, that's what sometimes people refer to it as a higher self, then uh, the answers are there. And uh, I can, I can, uh, I see as a visionary, I can see the common ground or I can see the real issue. And that helps me get to the, what we call the heart of the matter. So I like that heart of the matter because our heart is a, you know, representation of our true feelings. And, uh, that's why there's people that are strong leaders. They have a, a, you know, they're good at that. They're good at getting to the heart of the matter. I think that that's the, one of the games here. And one of the, the people play is that they, you know, like, they like to manipulate people and they use their intellect to do that. And um, we've all been manipulated. I know I've been manipulated and I can manipulate once in a while if I'm out of balance between my intellect and my feelings. If I'm more in my intellect than I might even unconsciously, you might say, or I won't be so aware of it that I'm trying to manipulate or not. But, um, you know, more and more, if I want to get in the flow and create those beautiful experiences or that, you know, we all desire, the more I just can, I need to work with my feelings, but I need to be organized as well. I can't just be in my feelings or I can, you know, kind of go in circles and not really do more for others than, than doing for myself, you know? Yeah. And I found for myself that lately, as I'm working on, you know, my spiritual part of me, I, I have some people that I have some mentors that I work with on a regular basis. And the more I uncover, the more I unfold for myself, I realize I just don't have time for the BS. Like what you're talking about, getting straight to the matter and as, you know, myself being a very direct person, I, I like all the drama. I don't need to know about this person, that person and what they did to that person. And I just literally, I'm like, just get to what we came to do together and move on because, you know, that to me is more fulfilling, I, I, you know, coming together with people and working as a community or um, as a unit or doing work with or whatever it's going to be is much more familiar, um, much more um rewarding and fulfilling versus getting into the drama of all the details of what's really going on outside of, of what we're come to do together. So I guess, yeah, that for myself is really important because I'm just tired of the drama. I'm like, you know, drama llama. I'm just I'm like so over it. I don't, I, I just, I can't even go there anymore. And so, um, and I think that shows, it really shows like where you're at energetically because, you know, the lower vibrations really swim in that. They really um, embrace, you know, the drama and the chaos and the fear and anxiety and all the the things that really are a lower vibration. So I, I guess what I want to say to you listeners is that if you find yourself around people like that or immersed in energy like that, you know, you can move out of that situation. You can try to find, you know, people that are more, maybe more like-minded or, or more, you know, um, energetically, you know, um, the, the same as you that resonates in the same kind of vibration. because. I know for myself too, as I'm shifting and changing every single day, because I believe that change is constant while we're here, that um, those energies come in to try to see how well I'm doing. <laughs> I'm saying that in a really nice way, in the sense of, you know, like trying to throw me off a bit or, you know, has she really developed um, her forgiveness? Has she really, is she really non-judging anymore as this person comes and spins into my realm over here to really test me? So. That's one thing I've really noticed as I've 
learned and grown and expanded over the last few years is that, yeah, I'm tested every now, every now and then for sure. And, you know, and, but also remember that we are human. We are, you know, we're here in this body having these human experiences. So we are going to need to understand how to work with these other energies also. And that's something too, that I've talked about a long time ago is that, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I can really work and talk to anybody. I can talk to a stranger. I can, you know, Walmart, I can be at a, you know, a real expensive store anywhere. Like I, there's nothing that really throws me off because I can kind of relate to people in different areas, but it's really just getting back to that, um, you know, but staying out of the drama, staying out of that lower energy that doesn't, that really can bring me down and can really, um, you know, um, stir things up. And I just don't, I don't go there anymore. That's my bottom line. Well, you know, uh, for me, it's really been great to have people that I can share with and uh, share my experience or my interpretation of my experience and not be judged. So, um, you know, when you're working in a spiritual community, that's always good to find a community that you can just really be yourself. And no matter what you say, they accept and they don't have a comment back or they don't have some advice they want to, you know, feed you. So what really strikes me as you were sharing was that, you know, if I get caught up in judgment, let's pick one thing, judgment, you know, then I start to feel guilty later or, um, you know, I have to watch out for that because again, the only person's time I'm wasting is mine. The only energy I'm wasting is mine. So I can bypass that if I want to, but that takes a bit of practice and, um, old habits because as you were saying earlier, you know, in our society, um, you know, the unhealthy competition can take over, which is really the intellect. It's not our true feelings. And, um, you know, that's something to be aware of. That in different cultures, you know, there's certain prestige to suffering. And there's a certain, um, you know, there's going to be challenges in life no matter what. And uh, believe me, uh, some of us less than others, I suppose. But, you know, we've all kind of work with, you know, different energy and different things. So, uh, however, I don't have to get caught in them. And the more that I kind of recognize, ah, this is what I'm thinking at that time, I can start to change those concepts. But to, to kind of come full circle, you know, the fact that people have different beliefs, which don't necessarily you know, resonate with me is okay because the only way that soul really grows or the souls, we as souls grow is we shed our beliefs and replace them with awareness and us, you know, I, the reason I earlier said don't kick out a crutch is that sometimes those concepts keep us alive. You know, sometimes those practices that we have and the way that we deal with each other and the way that we talk to each other, I mean, at least it keeps us alive and here and working with the with what all, all the great things that are here to work with. Yeah. So let's leave it on a positive note yeah. too. So let's, let's talk about um, enthusiasm. So getting to those um, beliefs that are enthusiastic, that might raise you up, that might, you know, really stir you inside and, and light the fire to really do what you've come to do. Cause that's really what we're here to do. And, and, you know, sharing these areas around, you know, judgment and, um, you know, and beliefs and concepts and stuff is just a way to really, you know, give you guys some food for thought 
and um and a little bit about what we've been thinking about lately you know what's up spiritually for us as we've been watching some videos and kind of exploring different people and what they're really sharing out in the world and how you know it all there's a place for everything so wherever you're at there's a place for there's a you know you'll, you can find a place for you a place that you know you can call home where you can work with at this moment because like I mentioned earlier, I believe that, you know, I'm constantly changing. So what I, what I'm working with right now and in the field I'm in is not going to be where I'm at tomorrow or next month or next year. So, you know, so I want to ask you, Tom, about enthusiasm. So like, how do you keep your enthusiasm when you've got people coming at you with beliefs and concepts and judging and. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, being in the flow of what I came to do, you know, which is more in a vibration of being happy and free and, uh, you know, it's that thrust that I have is part of what I've mastered and part of how what I resonate, what I emit is I'm when I'm relaxed and in balance. Um, when I'm out of balance, you know, as as we, you know, and I get judgmental or something that I'm not feeling happy and free. I mean, there's a clue there. So, uh, yeah, I really enthusiasm for me is really being in the flow of the energy for my life. And uh, as time goes on more and more, I'm becoming aware of, you know, things I thought I wanted weren't really what I wanted. It's what somebody else wanted. Or uh, instead of reverting to old thinking patterns of what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, then, uh, well, what is it I really feel that I need to be doing? So, you know, as we always use that peeling the layers of an onion analogy and that's as as i grow in awareness i become more aware uh so to maintain my enthusiasm really is just to keep uh for me is the spiritual ahas so awareness is learning and growing and you know um, and sometimes i don't even like to say the word spiritual because we make it sound like it's um you know that it, it implies that it's hidden or it's not practical to planet earth or something but spiritual is just more uh for me the eternal part of me and the awareness part of me you know and and my energy so uh to maintain my enthusiasm (laughs) wait say that again (laughs) my enthusiasm (laughs) may have something there to work on today become more aware of to maintain my enthusiasm It's important that I just stay in, a, in the balance between my feelings, my true feelings, and my intellect, and then and communicate. You know, so be involved in the things that feel right to me, rather than what I think is good for me. Uh, and they can go; they can coincide. I mean, it's it's not like one's better than the other, but uh, we have lots of options. So it's important. At least I feel like I have lots of options in life, so it's important that I really work with the flow of what I came to do, and that's uh, you know part of that self discovery process. Yeah, and for myself, um, obviously I love doing this podcast; very enthusiastic. But I've noticed for myself too lately, I've been finding myself in really ecstatic rooms of people and communities that have really fed me. So I don't know about where mm. you're at, um, you know, all over the world, listeners, but. Finding community, finding um, other people that you can share with, that you can freely, you know, be open with and, and express and dance and whatever that looks like for you is a really great way to 
gain more enthusiasm. And that's what I've been finding lately is really finding rooms for myself online as well as in person with people who are just open and um, just in different places. Like Tom and I said, you know, everyone's different places, but but just having that ability to really, um, you know, to be with other people that are wanting to be enthusiastic too. So that would be my, my thing is, is to which share that. brings me to your, uh, making comments in your spiritual community and that, you know, we welcome, uh, the idea of people commenting on these videos, on the podcast and, you know, just feel free to share your experience or your interpretation of what we, you know, we're sharing today. And uh, all we ask is that you keep it respectful, um, you know, share in the first person. And uh, because uh, when we share with each other, you know, we give each other little ahas, little keys. You know, you may have a way of saying it clearer than I do that really fit for me right now. So I hope that I've shared something that maybe stimulates uh, an aha moment for you. But I really can't do it for you and you can't do it for me. Uh, I have to unfold it, you know, in my good time, you know, have you ever been told to do something back when we were kids, you know, our parents would say, you know, you ought to do this and you ought to do that. And you thought, yeah, that probably makes sense. But you went and did something opposite <laughs> you never anyway. Did it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we all have to learn from our own experience and, uh, to some extent, and it, it is good to learn from others and we can learn from others experience. Uh, but usually we have to relate to it somehow to be able to take it on board. Great message, Tom. So if you are wherever you're at, I hope that whatever is going on and what's up spiritually in your realm is you might have gotten a little bit of insights today from Tom and I and just kind of what's been going on for us and just sharing with you guys a little bit about um, the journey. So, um, yeah. So thank you, Tom, for coming on again this month and sharing. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You can go to the other room now. Let's kidding. <laughs> Letting you guys know, hey, yeah, we do this from our house. We are um, <laughs> entrepreneurs out in the world doing this from our house. So um, until you know, next week, please, like Tom said, please make sure that you do like, you do share. Please leave a comment if you found something um, stimulating or fun or enthusiastic about this episode. I, we would definitely love a review on Apple Podcasts, as well as if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a review, a comment or review below. We really appreciate it. And otherwise, until next week, just remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your, your unique, unique journey. journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.